Okay. He's a go-getter. That Lex Freeman. And I would like to go get my t-shirt, but it's still on the way. So is mine. Boo. But I ordered mine late. <laughs> well, you didn't know what was going to happen. That's why. Mine's in my hot little hands. If you do like a t-shirt, you can tell them that URL, Lex. Uh, I believe you can go to reboundcast.com slash shirts, and you'll see all of our shirts. That sounds complicated. Can't you make it any simpler? <laughs> If you go to reboundcast.com slash technology, you'll go straight to the new technology shirt. And I am right. What happens if you go to reboundcast.com slash am I right? Nothing. <laughs> Anything? Something <laughs> should happen. Four. We, we, <laughs> that'll be the next shirt. All right. Next shirt. <laughs> Speaking of technology... Oh, man, what a week, right? <laughs> <laughs> so much technology. So much technology. Oh, man. Well, there's stuff that happened I, last week that we yeah. didn't get a chance to talk about because our show That's recorded true. before stuff happened last week. So, for right. example... The heck you say. The heck I do mm. say. Uh, He's going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say... Heck he is. Heck yeah. Uh, why am I being... Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, fine. <laughs> there goes our rating. Aren't you the one who just swears because you like swearing? Like a 12-year-old. Like a twelve year old. <laughs> the Apple added, announced that it was going to be doing tap-to-pay uh, features in its iPhones going uh, starting later this year. Yeah. And in our iPhones. Not ours. I don't know. <laughs> they're all they're all Apple's iPhones. Let's face it. <laughs> We're just borrowing them. <laughs> they're not well, ours. They've never been ours. Yeah, but it, I mean, I don't know. I, interesting couple things about this. One, iPhones only, as mentioned in there. Granted, no iPads currently have NFC chips, but there's iPad revisions coming later this year. So nothing to say they there couldn't be NFC chips in future iPads. Two, yeah. it's not an Apple feature. Like it's a it's a framework in iOS, right? It's not like an Apple is designing a feature where your 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 phone is a payment terminal. It's just letting developers write apps in which they can access the NFC chip and use your phone as a payment terminal. It seems like it would be positive if it was also in iPads, because if you are a vendor who has multiple, you know, people who you want to use this technology. You don't necessarily want to have it be iPhone because they may not all have like business supplied iPhones. Right. I wondered could, about you that. You could give them i you could give them iPad Minis or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was thinking about that because I heard people on the you know podcasts and stuff talking about like, oh, this would be great. You could replace the you know terminals that very rarely exist in the U.S. that they bring over to your table at the end of a meal at a restaurant or something. I was like, but yeah, is it going to be the? It's not going to be like the server's own iPhone though. <laughs> that would be super right. Weird. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't seem like that would be good. I guess you could. Well, if it, if you could do it on an iPod Touch, maybe there'll be a new iPod Touch. Yeah, there you go. What I found most surprising about the announcement was that the announcement happened the way that it did. Right? It wasn't, this is now live. It was, we're going to do this. Two reasons. One, they need developer buy-in, which means it was never, it, people were going to find it. That was the problem. I think they were going to put it in the beta, and then all the people who go spelunking through yeah, all the right. code were going to be like, hey, there's a thing in here that lets people use NFC chips. So they just wanted yeah. to preempt and then, that. And it would be, you know, 12 months of speculation. Right. And I and I think the other thing, and I maybe I'm just sort of like going out on a limb here, but I do wonder if that, if an iPad Air update in like two or three weeks might have an NFC chip in it. And it also is a way of forestalling like people tearing, on a limb. tearing it down. I'm this on has been limb. another episode of Dan on a limb. Sequel to Bird on a Wire. <laughs> yeah. Are you down with NFC? Yeah, you know me. I mean... <laughs> nicely done yeah i don't know i think it i think it's a cool idea like i can think of the this being useful for me like i'm at 
cons occasionally where I have like had copies of my book that I could sell. And it's like, I mean, yeah, you could charge What's cash. What's the URL but... for Dan's book, Lex? <laughs> that's uh, thereboundcast.com slash nope. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, that's Aww. Jordan Peele's new movie. My bad. Wow, I got preempted by a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the idea that I could sign up for like one of these apps and basically just take a credit card. I mean, I could do that with a square reader before, right? It just makes it easier yeah. and more secure. Right. Yeah, and it's it's very clearly it, it, it's I mean it's a great feature, right? It, it makes tons of sense. Now, do you do you have to be a, a vendor? Like, I know they've said right now that it'll integrate with various apps who want to integrate with it. But could I the same way that I can Apple pay my friends? Can no. I literally just Apple charge my friends' credit card? Nope. <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Without their consent. That's, that's, sure. Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> just remember, go to prime.reboundcast.com. <laughs> we are totally trustworthy. And tap your phone against tap the screen. Against, just <laughs> smash it right up there. It'll work. Yeah, just, yeah, you know ahead. when they say smash that like and subscribe? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. just, we really mean it. Here, here I mean, it, seemed, it seems like this is aimed more at people doing sales at like your, you know, I know it's the typical example, farmer's market. Everyone uses the farmer's market. But I think that is a place where people run into those little payment terminals right. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's cool. I think it's a good idea. I like that they're they're doing it with app, with like app developers. In part, though, I think it's funny because they have actively been under investigation for antitrust related to the NFC chips in the EU, basically, because the EU's mad that like they don't let anybody else. You can't use the Square app to tap to pay somewhere, right? You have to use Apple Pay on your phone. So the EU has been like, yeah, that's that's anti-competitive. So I don't think they've gotten to a a result in that investigation yet but they are actively being investigated so i have to imagine maybe somebody in the legal department apple was like so let's maybe let's maybe do this with partners <laughs> what if we made a thing yeah what if we did this thing yeah so we had that and then we had the okay. uh, the uh, air tags announcement right. mm-hmm. about how uh yes we're very sorry that people have used air tags to stop people <laughs> really not what we meant to do <laughs> oops yeah sorry <laughs> our bad yeah there was there was also did you see the new york times article i did uh, about what only though because i read a very good article about it by the macalope though that was the only reason well he does good work you guys are killing me i don't know what you're talking about yet (laughs) you're being tracked right now lex right now your wife well so the new york York times piece uh uh cashmere hill did a piece where she used three different technologies to track her husband (laughs) that's funny uh with his permission uh one was air tags and the other was tile and the other was this um gps thing that i'd never heard of before and provided the results basically and found that air tags were actually you know privacy wise the better of the three not that any of them were were perfect by any stretch of the imagination uh but um air tags provided more uh, protection for the people being tracked and I have a question for you on this, and I really, I'm really struggling with it, and I want to make sure that I'm being thoughtful about this too, and I'm, I'm open to being educated. I appreciate what Apple's doing on this front, truly, uh, and about their attempts to try to make them even more protective of individual privacy. But is it, is it the technology creators? Like, did Apple do anything wrong with their initial rollout of AirTags? My opinion today is no. Like, it's I don't feel like it's the company's job to figure out what's all the way people are going to use this badly. The same with like, there's going to be, okay, so that's, that's one of like, because like, if I'm thinking about iPhones, right, there's, or any phone with a camera, there have been creepers from the very beginning who used cameras inappropriately sure. around people. Yeah. Yeah. Who, but, and but like, I don't think it's their job to like, you should make the camera beep whenever somebody's taking a picture, like, which it doesn't do. I just don't know how much. I think that the question is one of degrees, right? Like, 
it's it's easy are you making it super easy to do this and like that you're you're mm-hmm. totally right the technology has existed before you could have like hidden a, a phone in somebody's car and track them right or in their bag but it, it is a, a couple things one there is some potentially more accountability right because it's mm-hmm. like well it's an 800 dollars 900 dollars phone i mean like and it may be associated with somebody right it has a phone number on it or something so like maybe Maybe there's easier ways to sort of track it down as opposed to like a little tiny thing that can be concealed in lots of different places and is really cheap. Um, right. So I don't think I don't think they necessarily and you can buy at any mall. Yeah, I right. I don't think that it's necessarily something where Apple was like it's yeah I agree there there is it's hard to foresee all of the possibilities. That said, I think they could have done a better job. I mean, and the fact that they are continually refining it is I think really good. But yes. it also shows the fact that they need to refine it shows maybe we didn't think about it enough. But I don't know where that yeah. where that needle goes, right? Like that's a tough right. I think that's 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 right. Like I, I I have zero objection to them making it even better. Like that makes sense to me. But I just don't know that I don't know that I think they did it wrong. I, I'm trying to understand like Tile was around for years. Is the difference that Apple has its whole ecosystem of it's, phones it's that the can network. help that's, follow you everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's yeah. so much more that. pervasive, I think, is the yeah. is the effect of this. And part of this makes me wonder. I have to wonder if part of Apple wonders, was this worth it? Like, did we, was this product worth it for us? <laughs> right. I, that's what I wonder too. Like, I did they really need to make this thing? I don't really quite understand exactly what their end game is with this, uh, other than just selling these. I thought, I thought that maybe, I think maybe they decided it was an easy thing they could do and they could take some market share from stuff like Tile. It's clearly Tile out of business. Yeah. I mean, essentially, it's clearly a thing that people <laughs> wanted. And they're like, well, hey, why why leave that to somebody else when we could be making all the money on that? But then, yeah, I'm I'm glad they made it. I love AirTags. But at the same time, part of me wonders, like, maybe if they just decided, look, the Find My Network is great and it can be used to find all of your Apple devices, and that's really handy. Maybe we just leave it at that. Like, I I don't I don't totally like throw out the possibility that a year or two from now, Apple's like. Yeah, we're just discontinuing here <laughs> quietly <laughs> because it's yeah. just more trouble than it's worth. But I don't know. I would be surprised. I don't know. I mean, I, I really, I find them helpful. And I think if they, what I w- could imagine more likely is slowly stopping support for the network of it all. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> or, I think know, the network is the secret sauce, though. I think that is what. Oh, I agree. That's what makes. But it I think work. that's more likely than discontinuing it altogether. And and it's yeah. I mean, it's too. I I, I think it's too integrated into the rest of their they're offering right they don't want to stop that network because that's a key you know fairly key feature of iphones right and they're 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 spending a lot of time covering their ass now about things like for example they made a really big point about this is for finding lost items not for filing finding stolen items because they don't want to get into those situations where it's like well somebody got their iphone stolen (laughs) and tried to track the person down and then then was murdered yeah exactly like (laughs) whoops yeah (laughs) like we we made that so many times it's bad not great for you it's fair yeah i don't so i don't know i mean i think they're on the right track and like trying to improve all the the functionality of finding air tags that don't belong to you all of this is good and you're never going to eliminate every case right but you need to get it to a vanishingly small number because like the first time somebody gets murdered and was tracked down using an air tag it's not yeah it's 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 just not not the manhattan it's not the manhattan project but you you, i do (laughs) wish that these companies would think a little bit more about the technologies that they create and the ways that they could be used poorly yeah i mean jeff goldblum said it right (laughs) life finds a way that's right yeah something like that (laughs) 
life uh, finds a way. He said, what is it? what's my mantra? I forgot well, my Speaking mantra. of technology and Jeff Goldblum, are you guys excited about the new Jurassic Park movie? <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> I have a, are we doing, we're doing a bonus episode now? I, no. <laughs> I've only ever watched one Jurassic Park movie. Show. I'll That's tell perfect. you that. Is that true? It's the first one. I've seen all but one. I think I've been watching actually them with my uh, with two of my kids. I may have missed one of the one of the like the later earlier ones. Aren't the new ones hot garbage? But I've That's seen, what I but heard. I've seen all the rest of them. No, I think like the second one is garbage. Vince Vaughn shows up and like I love Vince Vaughn, but man, bad bad movie. But the the who's the guy in them chris pratt pratt isn't vince pratt. vaughn in the first in the f- first chris pratt one he yeah. th- well that's the thing they, they play musical know. chairs with the cast members but vince vaughn is in the first sequel he is in jurassic park the lost yes. world or whatever it is right which is long before chris pratt ever shows up what but really he's talking okay. about the right, second right. jurassic park movie from like 1994 there are three uh, jurassic parks and then it switches oh, to jurassic world okay. jurassic world okay. is where you get your first chris pratt appearance and then they have v- yes. various permutations of original jurassic parkers coming in you get your Goldblum, you get your sam neil remember when lex gets really upset when we talk about comic book shit john <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway i'm excited for the new jurassic park movie. That's all I want to get there. yeah i mean it's, it's, well, they're, it's hilarious every single one is the same story and it's just, yeah. they, they get crazy with it. And I, I don't know. I find it's basically, this is the Fast and the Furious for me. Like <laughs> now there's, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, scientists, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're acknowledging yeah. that it's stupid. I don't it's know. The Fast like. and the Dinosaur? I don't know. The Fast and the Tyrannosaurus? This is quite the cast. Um, yeah. So they got, they, they got the original. I, mean, I think it's back, cool. Though, they got the original, cool. yeah. the original people back. The Fast and the Crustaceous? You know what? Is I was, that, I was thinking of, I was thinking of Vincent D'Onofrio actually. <laughs> so, 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 so I was thinking of the character that he plays. I was about to say, I really, I... If Sam Neill at some point in this movie is like, Jesus Christ, people, what the fuck is wrong with you? Didn't you learn <laughs> yeah, anything? Yeah, really. from, like, that yeah. basically is what happens in most of the sequels. Now. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah no, no, so, I mean, I'm, I'm interested. We'll, I, I mean, I will certainly look at reviews before I... <laughs> Well, I probably I oh, go, I'm gonna I would stream, go to the theater yeah. to see this anyway, but I'm going to look at reviews before I even watch it. Well, uh, you have to. This one, I think they have dinosaurs just like out in public. Like you see dinosaurs <laughs> on streets. Sorry, when you say that, yeah. my first thought was dinosaurs in like suits talking on cell phones, walking down the street. It's like they're just out see, in public. That, they're that's everywhere. The next, that's the next iteration of the movie. What's hard is T Rex oh struggles Chuck, so wait, bad hold. to get the AirPod in its ear. Yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's all right, terrible. all right. Pitch, ready? Pitch. We flip it. <laughs> The dinosaurs are our society, right? Like that classic show, Dinosaurs. And then the people, <laughs> they geoengineer sure. people, and then the people run amok. <laughs> Not the mama. <laughs> and invent social media. Anyway, my point was going to be... Dinosaurs are like, oh, God, I wish a comet yeah. would hit us. <laughs> if, if dinosaurs are roaming freely, you have to imagine they're going to tear up some lawns like nobody's business. And guys, it's hard to imagine... <laughs> <laughs> but spring is almost here. We are so close to feeling that soft grass under our feet, but first we need to get our lawns back. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season long. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses, you can feel good with kids and pets being around. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray. It takes fewer than 15 minutes. Best of all, this stuff really works. Uh, I signed up for Sunday last year when they first started sponsoring The Rebound, and it's actually quite cool. Like they, They had a satellite map view of the house. And they were like, this is how big your lawn is. And this is what we think based on your area, what kind of soil you'll have. And, here, and it works. My, my, I literally last summer had uh, friends complimenting me for how 
green our grass was. That is a fact, my dear friends. Were they on the other side of the fence? <laughs> yes. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plan start at just $129. And you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash Rebound20. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash Rebound20. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of The Rebound and our lawns. <laughs> you guys ready for some rumors? Can uh, yes. Lex, can you do yes. the uh, Apple Rumor theme song? Apple Rumor theme song. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> a, little, it's a little metal. It's well, a metal 80s. theme song. Yeah. Did we mm-hmm. pay too much for that? Theme song? <laughs> yeah, any amount. It was, was Jonathan too much. Mann. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already had a rumor of a Apple event on March eighth with the iPhone SE and probably a new iPad Air. But it sounds like there are potentially at least one, if not three, Mac updates coming as well. There was a filing with the. Eurasian, um, I don't remember what their job is. Anyways, you know, like they, yeah. not quite the FCC. I they think keep it's track an, of stuff. It's an encryption related thing. Beats me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> three Mac models, including one that is described as a laptop. And that one is the one that's fascinating. Today, there was a follow up to that suggesting it was a revision to that 13 inch MacBook that still has, MacBook Pro that still has the touch bar. And it will get an M2. And I feel like everything about that sounds implausible to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very surprised. I saw that too. And I was like, that just doesn't. <laughs> Why would I you keep... really feel like they've, they've killed it and that it's not coming back. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I know there are some people who are fans of the touch bar, but I, it seems like Apple has just decided we're not doing it anymore. So why release a new computer with a feature that you are not planning on bringing to any other computer? <laughs> Yeah. And then the M2 thing, I don't know. I think it's too early for the M2, personally. I would be surprised. It seems a little early. I mean, in part because we still haven't seen, like, the first generation sort of pro desktop Mac, right? Like, there's been no larger iMac. There's been no Mac Pro with Apple Silicon. The fact that they would then, I mean, I guess, skip the whole M1 generation in theory, or would those get the M1 Macs and the M1 Pro chips and then... The lower end stuff is getting M2. I don't know. I f- it feels strange. It feels like a weird yeah. decision. So I- I'm going to bet against it. I've been working really hard not to make an am not M2 comment. So just putting out there that it's all that my brain can handle. So I thought just speaking it would help me move on to other things to think about. So just... we-, we want nothing more than to help you move on, Lex. Yeah, <laughs> really. You. I appreciate that. Hoping you grow as a person. But I-, I don't know. I'm excited for the possibility of new Max at this event. But it, it, mainly because I you want need it. You oh, you need a new. I iMac. need a new iMac. Yeah, and that is I'm really excited for that. But I'm not convinced. People seem to be now saying more like WWDC timeframe for the larger iMac. So right. I don't know yeah. what these Macs are. Then my guess might be a mini upgrade. Yeah, we haven't had one of those in a while. There's we, there's still they, a high the end. Was that there was it was considered that they would do a high end mini in September, right or October, yeah. and they did not do that. So my guess is. Here, here's what I'm going to throw out there. I think those the two desktop Macs are a replacement for the high-end Mini, which is still on Intel, probably with M1, at least M1 Max, which I can't remember which is the lower, which is the lower one, Pro or Max. Either way, whichever is the small, like the less powerful configuration. <laughs> pro is the Pro. pro, pro okay. is the less. I powerful. guess that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I know it's not. It's not completely it's not to the max. <laughs> It's not Min. So a. a a Mac Mini that has an M1 Pro configuration option, and then maybe a 24-inch iMac, like last year's iMac model, but with higher-end processor configurations, possibly. 
That's that's what I'm thinking, but I I honestly am not 100% sure. The laptop one has me kind of uh, <laughs> I I don't really know. I mean, they it feels like maybe they're going to replace that low-end MacBook Pro, but I the touch bar thing is throwing me for a loop just cuz I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get that either. Excited to find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> about 3 weeks just thrilled to be alive, you guys. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't even announced time. these events yet, right? These are just rumored events. That this is a rumored event, but... Undoubtedly going to happen. Yeah, so... Yeah. We should know in a couple of weeks whether it's going to happen. Tune in then. You should know in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, I do want to... I want to clarify that I did actually set up reboundcast.com slash nope. So if you go there, it'll take you to Dan's books. <laughs> oh, thank you. We also <laughs> added a link... to Jordan Peele's trailer. <laughs> There's there's reboundcast.com slash NYT will take you to a ruling and judge John Hodgman in the New York Times Magazine <laughs> about this very podcast. Uh, that is true. So you might want to check that out. He talks yeah. about haunting and uh, uh, us as hosts. The good news is we have more listener questions. Is this an appropriate time to share some listener sure, questions? Sure. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. So these are folks who signed up for Rebound Prime at prime.reboundcast.com. Joseph, aka iFixCZ, says, I have to admit, I have a bit of a giggle when I hear my name on the rebound, and then I feel smug. So I have to ask Dan and Lex... Do you feel similar when you hear oh, your names on the talk show? <laughs> You're basically the host of the talk show. doesn't matter. Listen, I can't give Gruber too much satisfaction on this, but whenever I come up, he, uh, he says that he doesn't know who I am. He's not familiar with <laughs> that person. He makes some reference to not knowing me. It is an ongoing bit. I find it delightful and not at all annoying. It in no way gets under my skin. And so that's, I'm going to write to Hodgman about it in a few minutes. But it's fine. Yeah, really? it's fine. yeah, I'm sure. And you put him on retainer? Is that yeah. what's happening? <laughs> just follow you around and answer all your questions i rarely listen to the talk show i mean only when john's on obviously first of all well sure so every week (laughs) (laughs) i i was not under the impression that i came up that much on the talk show i will tell a story uh the first the first uh, i know this story uh, you you know that i don't you know which story you're going for there are many stories but the one oh, i was, I was gonna of, guess you were curious about when okay go ahead i want to see we'll find yeah, out yeah, don't, 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 when don't i first it. started working at MacWorld, and i was asked to do a podcast interview with john gruber which was at the time for me i was just starting out and gruber had you know he was probably not you know as prominent as he is today but he was still like kind of one of the most respected people in the apple industry and I remember thinking, like, it's like you asked me to just go get Jesus Christ on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks a little bit like him, too. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. So I felt very, like, self-conscious when I had to interview him for a podcast. This was 15 mm. years ago now, probably. Yeah. So that Dan was that, three. Yeah, I know. So young, I was but a young tyke. I was very precocious. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Lex, which story did you think I was going to tell? A different one. Um, <laughs> listener... <laughs> Listener Mahir writes, which routine have you broken up with in 2022? <laughs> Old or new? Old or new routine? I want to be very clear. That is a reference to the ads from last week, I think. And maybe only for... Only available in the bootleg <laughs> track. In the bootleg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't broken up with it. Listener Stewart says... <laughs> I, I don't read these... <laughs> It's very clear. Okay. Listener three, uh, listener Stuart three? writes, what are your top, that's from the question, what are your top three non-food uses for a banana? <laughs> Is that a reference to something? That I am not clear on it, and I also am very uncomfortable by this question. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think I have oh, any well, Okay, I will uses. say, I will say the, I don't really don't have any current ones, but years ago I used to use them as a fruit fly trap. <laughs> <laughs> back right. when i was in graduate school and i had no and i didn't know about like putting uh 
vinegar in a thing with paper uh, with uh, saran wrap over the top. Yeah. We usually do that with with a grape inside, by the way. Just oh, okay. We had a I I we I had an infestation of fruit flies in my house, and um, I sat there with a like a rolled up piece of newspaper, <laughs> and just stared at a banana for hours and smashed them into the banana. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Graduate school. Times were tough in the 1600s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was something on TV at the time. I'm sure I was watching. I'm sure I was watching TV. But... <laughs> TV had been invented. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a single non-food use for a banana. I use the peel sometimes in Mario Kart, if that counts, but that's about oh, as yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's yeah. valid. Stop throwing banana peels at your screen. It's been a long time since I've, you know, I've used one as a phone. Hmm. Mm-hmm. banana phone sure yeah mm-hmm. they make good uh you know what are the uh what are the sesame street monsters that have like the banana horns they make good costumes for that if you're sort of are those the yips are they the there? yips i can never remember <laughs> all right well i think that's asked and answered uh listener alex great name wants to know have you tried doing a factory reset of that ipad with the bad battery i have a 9.7 inch ipad pro that displayed similar issues that got fixed by a reset of course that left me without justification to replace that ipad that's directed to you dan i, I believe that's right yes. to me I, I have not tried to do that because i hate doing <laughs> it's so time consuming it's so much easier to buy a new device well, here, yeah exactly Let, let's be are you honest. trying to talk dan out of buying a new device i've bought an ipad in like five years give me a break man we're, we're turning off your, yeah. your rebrand prime subscription <laughs> so here's the dirty little secret what's going to happen is i'm going to get a new ipad and then i'm going yes, to I pass this one happen. down to my wife and then the fact it reset. has to get reset anyway suddenly the battery yeah. will be much better yeah. so win-win is what i'm saying uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Moltz mentioning that we uh, that we were going to cancel Dan's Prime subscription. I should mention <laughs> that Rebound Prime. Dan's. No, the readers. <laughs> the readers. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, I should mention though, that uh, Rebound Prime subscribers uh, got in their email a discount code for that new technology shirt. So that's true. Ooh, just it's a great time to be a subscriber for that. And finally, listener Yitz, who is not a Sesame Street Muppet, uh, says, sorry, one more actual tech-related question. Do any or all of you use Safari tab groups? If so, do you find that Monterey does a weird thing where sometimes it fights you on syncing a tab group? I close a tab and it brings back a second later, presumably due to syncing from iCloud or something. Then I try and add a tab to a different tab group, and old persistence item that tab doesn't belong there. Again, presumably due to iCloud syncing. I found I need to use my iPad to manage my tabs on my Mac Safari. Restarting the Mac will help temporarily. I'm not asking for tech support. I'm not a Rebound Prime 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 subscriber. <laughs> Just curious if any of you were running into similar problems. Yes, a hundred million times, yes, I have this problem, and it drives me batty. It will completely, like, I'll open a tab, and I'll start typing something into a box in the tab, like... Google search even, and it'll just go, nope, and it'll close that tab. And I'm like, what? I was using that. I'll reopen it. It'll close it again. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't use iCloud tabs. I do. Yeah, I don't either, and uh, now I'm going to say that this is why. The tab groups, <laughs> yep. I like the tab groups a lot because they do help me organize shit. Like, I, you know, I have all I my tabs. I don't organize things. I know. We know this about you, John. You don't, have any, you don't even have a fucking calendar. No calendar molds. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> when I'm recording clockwise, I'll have like four tabs that I want every time, and I only need them when I'm recording clockwise. And I, you know, that's very useful to have as tab groups. I've had a bunch of other tabs open, like where I do research on stuff for books or when I'm playing D&D or, you know, shit like that. And it's nice to have them like, like organized, but I don't have to leave windows open. But yeah, whatever syncing shit is going on, it is broken and they should really fix that because it's i feel annoying. like i tried that kind of thing with um workspaces or what are, what are these are they called spaces 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 yeah. that sounds yeah. right years ago and 
I would create like three or four different spaces and then I would end up using the same one See, over and over again and then be like, what is the point of this? Yeah, Why am it, I even this is so much, I find this so much better just because of the persistence aspect to like, I can just close a window with those five tabs and know that I can open that window anytime any that I want and that like all the stuff will still be there. I, I really like that. I think it's a really smart feature, but it has some I tried using it, but every time I closed the window, it opened a door. <laughs> <laughs> And then you can see yourself out. That was all of our questions. Reboundprime.reboundcast.com. Uh, you can become a Rebound Prime member, submit your own questions. We have one more bit of business to attend to. And then Ooh. it's just nothing but technology. Uh, this episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Clean My Mac X. You should be able to rely on your computer. It should be in good enough shape to get you to your goals. It should be fast and organized and make working on it a dream. But that's not always the case. If you're a Mac user, you should use CleanMyMac X from MacPaw, who are diligent Mac developers many in the Mac community trust. CleanMyMac X is an ideal decluttering app for the Mac. So what does it do? CleanMyMac X includes 49 tools to find and delete invisible computer junk. It helps to tune up the Mac so it runs at its maximum speed. It also organizes disk space, showing your large hidden folders. Plus, you can free up tons of space so your Mac never runs into issues with storage. And it fights Mac-specific malware and adware and protects your computer. Clean My Mac X is notarized by Apple, so you know it's been checked for security by Apple, and it really stands out on design. It makes such a difference when an app is enjoyable to use, so you'll always be discovering new ways to optimize your Mac. Get Clean My Mac X today with 5% off at macpaw.app slash flashback. That discount is only valid for two weeks, so go now to macpaw.app slash flashback for 5% off. I wonder if they chose that uh, URL and... and all that just to make it really fun to say macpaw.app slash flashback <laughs> i recommend it say it at home our thanks to clean my mac x for their support of the rebound you're doing very well with it yeah i said no words wrong with that entire ad read. nailed it yeah, yeah no, absolutely that is that is one of my pet peeves about like owning owning a mac like every time i delete a, an application i'm like i should go through and look for all the little pref files and stuff like that yeah. but i never do yep yep it's it's a yep. pain in the ass yeah. The app. It's a pain in the app. Not even knowing that we had them coming up as an advertiser, I had recommended this to somebody at work very recently because they wanted yeah. to install uh, a Mac OS upgrade. And not Apple's requirement, but my employer's requirement was that you had to have a certain amount of free space to install it, greater than what Apple said, and to get that free space. So like, you need to get an app that can help you find giant files that are taking up too much space. Oh. And recommended. Nice. So how about that? All right. I, you know, I just saw uh, an update. There was an update to Fantastical this week that added like doodle-like functionality, like scheduling and stuff. And it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, it made me start debating whether I wanted to try Fantastical again because it's been many, many years since I've actually used it that much. Lex, I think are you a regular user? I am a regular user of Fantastical. I'm not using the new. You're not like a super user, power user. <laughs> I'm not using the new scheduling features in part because like it requires giving a level of access that I don't think work would be super thrilled about. <laughs> um, I'm doing million uh, dollar deals here and here. I cannot meet with you now. <laughs> um, but uh, Nailed I love your fantastic. Of Thank you. I, yeah. I thought it was pretty solid. It was like, it sounded like Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. I, I hate doing any calendaring without Fantastical. So I use it every day. I was a Fantastical, you know, paid user for a long time. So I got grandfathered in some of the pro features. I don't love, listen, I know it's not a pop. I mean, it's, it's not an unpopular or popular feeling. I don't love subscription pricing on calendar apps, which is Fantastical's current model. So I'm not a subscriber. I'm just like a grandfathered. I have some pro features and not all the pro features. Gotcha. Okay. That's kind of where I am with the one password. Although I just like, basically I bought an older version and I've just been using that version because I don't, 
you get all the bells and whistles in the newest version. Yeah. Um yeah. but I yeah, I don't know. The there are things in Fantastical Fantastical? Fantastical that I appreciate. <laughs> Fantastical this, call is their is their phone app. This has been a fantastic <laughs> call, guys. I just want you to know that. <laughs> um I, but I'm always like hesitant, I think, and, and part of my frustration is like I use the built in calendar app and it is fine, but it, it doesn't really get updated basically at all. And that annoys me <laughs> when it be- does get when it does get updated, it takes things away. <laughs> yeah. Apple I don't know. I, I really get annoyed that like Apple hasn't decided to just do the minimum to like keep it as a sort of a modern modern app that's you know people are paying attention to. I mean, I feel that way about mail too. Like right. and, and that's clearly not the case across the board. Like notes and reminders got really nice upgrades last year, I felt like, and those apps have gotten better and better. But like yeah. mail right. and, and calendar are just totally stagnant. Like they just do not add features to them and it is just really annoying and it's like well i would like to get a, a, a replacement but at the same time they don't make it easy to like you can now get a third-party mail app right and set it as an as a default isn't that right yeah same with the calendar i believe can you do the calendar too? too okay i thought it was only mail and and web i could be wrong yeah. i've been drinking you heard me try that either first time but so the i just mentioned how i love fantastic out and i do so i feel really okay well. to pick on flexibits for a minute but like I was just wondering, as we're talking about this, how much is the the Flexibits subscription thing, Flexibits Premium? And it's you can go into the app and start a free trial. You can press a button to start a free trial, and nowhere does it want to tell you the price. You have mm. to say, like, no, I don't want to do a free trial. And then, like, basically Google. It's on the web. I'm doing I, I found it on the web, but it's like, yeah. yeah that no, is I'm, on the, I'm saying even on, like when you follow their, their oh, yeah, subscription yeah, yeah. flow, I it think- sends you to their website, but not to a page with the pricing. So, yeah, it's, uh. it's $3.33 a month for individuals and $5.42 for families, which is not uh, it's, it's not a bad price. That's, that's annualized. Ad. If you pay on a monthly basis, it's $5 a month or $8 a month. But like it's it's not a bad price, but it's the you should don't ask me to sign up for a trial without telling yeah. me what the cost is. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I mean it, it, you're right. It's not that bad a cost. So I, I'm I'm thinking about it. I may I may give it a try or give the trial uh, you know another shot just to see if it actually ends up feeling like it's making a big difference in in managing my calendar. But yeah, I'm also lazy and cheap, so there's that. There is that. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be a problem. Hmm. And I'm with you about the subscription stuff. Like I don't I don't mind subscription costs for some stuff that I feel like I want to have access to. Like for example, I need office every once in a while and like paying for a month here and there of office, I actually find a perfectly good strategy for me. Like I will pay 5 bucks when it's like, "Oh, here's a book manuscript. You need to do right. track changes and and submit it in Word." Yeah, it's like, "Great. That's five, what I, yeah, that's 5 bucks worth anytime. of Word yeah. is is just yeah. the amount of Word that I need." It's but, always it's always when I'm working on something like yeah when I worked on that Minecraft book or like I'm doing something for a client and yeah. they're like it's got to be in Word exactly. okay well yeah and and that's great I I find that a really perfect use case but there are definitely cases where and apps I like even like Tweetbot is another example it's like I pay this subscription fee for Tweetbot and yeah. I like Tweetbot a lot Same. I don't always feel that the amount that I'm paying is reflective of like what I'm getting <laughs> like I as opposed to paying like. 10 bucks once or something like that i don't know but you know they, they do improve it's it funny, it's because of how much it's not bad i I, well, I use tweetbot every you know i used well i probably use it way too much honestly <laughs> but i use it on my mac i use it on my iphone i use it on my ipad 
And I don't honestly, I don't remember what it is, how much it costs, but I'm yeah, fairly it's funny. certain. I got my annual renewal not that long. I was like, all right, yeah, I pay for that. Yeah, same. I'm fine. very certain that I get my money. I will say, that. here's my biggest beef with them. And I, again, I like Lex picking on Flexbits. Like, I like Tweetbot a lot and I will continue paying for it very happily. I will argue that the Mac client is yes, the Mac much shittier than the iOS yeah, client. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just do not update that. Like, they, they recently, I don't know if you guys saw this, they brought the stats view back in the iOS version, yes. finally. And I was like, oh, that's great. It's, you know, but nothing gets added to the Mac version, basically. They, although I'm sure they are working on it, but it, it, that it's Mac app development goes really slow. It yeah. is very slow. And I think and I'm looking at, the, I'm, I'm still stuck on this Flexibits thing because 333 month is not bad, especially because, like I said, I do use it every day, just like I do with SweetBot. If I didn't have the grandfatheredness from having paid for Fantastic Isle before, I would have already upgraded. The problem is like what I what they offer is the premium thing. I have most of what I need anyway. The the thing that I want that it doesn't do, that I hoped that would have would have gotten me to sign for the subscription right away. Dan was referencing earlier this new feature, what do they call it? That's um openings and and proposals where you can say, like, here's when I'm available. What I wanted to do. What I want every calendar app to do, and I at one point years ago, before Dan was writing about shortcuts all the time, I had made whatever the the pre was it workflow was that what it was called before we shortcuts automator. Yep, workflow. Oh, hmm. what? But no. Oh workflow. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. On iOS, I had a thing where I, I just want to be able to pull what are my available times because I do that. I don't know, fifteen times a day when I'm trying to schedule meetings. I'm available Thursday this time, this time, and this time, and Friday this time, this time, and this time, and like I have to do that by hand, and it's so easy for the calendar to do it. And they they want fantastic how Flexibits wants you to use their kind of web-based interface where it's like here's the things i'm available i just i just want the text to paste into an email and then the person can tell me back what time it is because there is some etiquette to say hey click on this thing that you've never heard of to schedule our meeting i don't want to do that i just want to tell you what my available times are and i have to do it by myself yeah it seems it seems so computer ready and dumb thank you for coming to my calendar complaints can i do a spinoff complaint though Yes, I want to jump because so I, i just went i was like you know what lex has convinced me i'll sign up for the free trial and I clicked over to, and you have to like create an account, Flexibits account, and they had the sign mm-hmm. in with Apple option. Now, I was looking the other day to try and find a vacation rental. My wife was talking about maybe later this year, like in winter, in December or something, maybe we go someplace warm for you know a week or something. And I was trying to sign up. I was like, yeah, he was trying to use Verbo. And I was like, oh, I'll sign up. They've got a sign in with Apple thing. And... It is the worst fucking workflow ever because like I would do the like create or I don't want to, you know, make an account, just like create an account for me using my Apple ID. Yep. Want to hide my email, all that great stuff. And you would do that. And it would first thing it would do immediately was pop up a sheet that said, but put in an email so people can contact you. I was like, are you allowed to do that? If you like, I specifically told you I'm signing in with Apple. Like that feels like bullshit. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Here's the thing. There's a link below. It's like, I don't want to give you an email. And I would tap that. And then it would say, like, success and, like, kick me back to the sign-in screen. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I don't know if this is a problem with sign-in with Apple or individual developers, because I had a similar problem a year or so ago with Zillow, or a couple years back when we were looking at houses. And it was the same issue where it's like, I tried creating the account with Apple, and it just just biffed. Like, it just would not do it. (laughs) And, And it really irritated me, because I felt like, is nobody... I know Apple has all these policies about it, but it doesn't seem like anybody's policing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and these are big names. They're not like fly-by-night apps. That's yeah. the thing yeah. that bugs me. It's not like random, janky, like shady app. It's like fairly like big apps. companies, and they clearly just want to still get their information, right? Right. Anyway. Hmm. Well, 
Uh, that's fine. That's why I was throwing. <laughs> well, thank you. I bought a couple things. Oh, hey, John bought stuff. You've read. Yeah, let's hear it. So, well, Jason, Jason, Do we have the uh, the theme song for John buy stuff. <laughs> I hope John I hope not. buy stuff. Oh, okay, I like it. I didn't was I was surprised that it's some sort of a metal um sounding song but um <laughs> that seems right you're a kind of metal sounding guy yeah. am i i don't think so but okay so jason had posted a picture of a, a re- revived uh mac plus yes that, uh he, he uh, off an sd card it. right yeah. yeah and yeah and so he um pointed out that he was able to boot off of this an sd card using this thing called a floppy emu some sort of emulator from big mess o wires so I thought I have an SE that has a floppy disk stuck in the drive because I let my son play with it when he was little. <laughs> and um, now I can't put any more floppy disks in it. And that made me sad. So I thought, well, there's a solution. So I bought one of those. And um, I also have an, a Mac Plus that a friend found on the side of the road and gave to me, <laughs> but uh, did not come with a mouse or a keyboard. And so I went to another site and found adapters so that you could connect uh more standard you know more modern keyboard and mouse to a mac plus and those are on the way so i'm very excited about it the uh the the connectors probably won't get here for like another month but i will follow <laughs> Thanks, up every, every when, week uh, we can do our uh our john's connectors here yet segment yes that's true <laughs> mm-hmm. have john's connectors landed yet yeah so that was like that was like 200 bucks i spent wow <laughs> I mean, it's wild because it is like these old computers. It's basically like a little, you know, computer that boots your other computer, which is just bizarre and funny. And and it'll it'll, like it's up to like two gigabytes worth of you can use an SD card that's up to two gigabytes. So I can just put everything. I can put all the floppies that I still have onto that. Yeah, like I don't really the only old Mac I have sitting around is my Power Mac G3, which does still boot or at least did as the last time I did it, which was about a year ago. But I figure I've got, I've got, and I also have, what's this called? Uh, Performa. Oh. It's down at my feet here. Uh, so I figure I've the got at least three. shittiest of Macs. At least do three Do you rest Macs. your feet on it? I do not. It's okay, it's, uh, it's very close and it's too tall for that. <laughs> I'd have to back up to put my feet on top. It's the Dan Moore of Macs. What? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's tall. That's supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I figure I'll get some use out of it. Again, One way or the other. Dan Warren. <laughs> I haven't bought anything useless in a while. Yeah, good. I thought that was my job. I thought that was my position on this podcast. Yes, that's John's clearly defined. Yeah, place. really. I think. <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> I still have somewhere back here. Scott's old uh, power shot. What's the ca- what's the Apple camera? Oh, quick take. Quick yeah, take. quick take. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Those are crappy. Oh man, that he, that he said that he wisely sent me to get re- to get out of his house, <laughs> and I said yes, I will take that. <laughs> I remember when Steve Jobs threw it at you from the stage. <laughs> what a day! What a day that was. We all remember where we were. 